Zenkai Boost is a DBZ Kai fancast. It should not be mistaken for an official member of the Dragon Ball product line in any capacity. Remember, the Dragon Ball series wouldn't exist without support from fans like you, so buy a DVD or something. Also, this show is not safe for work, unless you can wear headphones at work, then go ahead and roll those dice, they're basically asking for it. Episode of Zenkai Boost. It's the show where we watch and review every episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. And I'm the other Max, Max Kostrak. Welcome to a world of magic and adventure. This is a big one. Everybody get ready. This is a huge one. We hit a milestone in this episode. Things are heating up. Blaine hit a personal milestone of his own oh. uh, before recording this episode. Let's talk about that. Blaine? So I listened to the intro song three times today. Jesus. Back. And lived to tell the tale. Too bad. A normal man would be dead by now. I'm imagining this was all three were independently by accident, like a sort of three stooges, like you stumbled in and accidentally played it on YouTube, and then you fell over and it was on your phone, <laughs> something like that. No. Kind of a side so Bob stepping on rakes over yes, and over again. Kind I, of I, I did not intend to, but I chose mm. to. You see, I, mm. uh, I went mm. to load up the episode. That's what an addict says, by the way. <laughs> uh, so, so, like always, I tend to forget what episode I'm on. Because I don't write things down sure. like that that are important. I write down notes <laughs> over what we're could doing. Could just ask us, Blaine. I could. You could just ask us I at could. like any time. But you have a chat room. But you see, I try to be professional and look like I know what I'm doing. So I just mm. occasionally mm. will go look at whatever is the past thing we've recorded or what I have on my desktop. But I remembered. Uh. I remembered at work thinking about this today. I was like, Kevin posted something about the the, the episode. Sweet. I can just go look at that. So I looked at it. I saw okay, okay, it's this episode. Cool. I got I got back. So come to watch us. I put it on. I started listening to the song, but I got mesmerized into just like zoning out during it because that's my way of coping. So I coped through it, and I missed the first little bit of like what was happening after the recap. And I was watching. I was like, wait, I thought Piccolo was gonna be fighting. Free wait. So I thought I was watching the wrong episode. So I went back an episode. Oh no! And I was like, and then had to go back again. Yes, because Boy. not only did I decide to not skip through it, I was like, I'll just listen, and I'll tell you something. Three times in a row, oh, what, that what song you learn? speaks. It is insane what that does to your mind. Once you get the words in you, it's like there's a spell in your brain. You know, Blaine, you are actually cursed now. Guys, there was a moment. <laughs> There was a moment I thought I understood what the lyrics were talking about. Like, for a split second. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. If I'd listened to it. Too close to the sun, Blaine. One more time, I could have deciphered what it talks about. That's how it gets you, Blaine. Save yourself, Blaine. Don't stop. Don't stop. (laughs) We're in love now. Don't. Don't stop. Don't. There is no Blaine. Stop. I can't stop, guys. (laughs) 
There is only Dragon Soul. Uh, have y'all noticed that literally none of the singers who have sung this song have been able to hit the fucking note in the line, We Will Live to Tell the Story? <laughs> literally none of them can it's hit so that fucking upsetting. tell note. And it's like, We Will Live to Tell the Story. It's really bad. <laughs> They're just doing their best. Here's the problem I have with the intro now is I love to make fun of it because it's very, very bad. But every time I do, I can't help but think somebody had to sing this. And mm-hmm. I mean, Lisa got yeah, paid. yeah, but we have like multiple episodes where we're very certain that someone has changed it or someone else has sung yeah, oh, it. Oh, yeah. So multiple Which means so people. many people have sung it. Yeah, there's so many people are sharing in the shame. I'm certain they all have some sort of club or, you know, coping drinking night together. And as far as I'm concerned, I mean, everyone singing this song is doing this to us. So, frankly, mm. they deserve whatever they get yeah they, <laughs> they got taken the hard line <laughs> did anyone else notice that the narrator seems to come in like a little bit late on the intro recap part <laughs> yes like the music is playing for a few seconds and like we're seeing some action take place and i was like oh i guess there's just not going to be a narrator this time mm-hmm. i would have loved if we got also like a door opening sound like hello there <laughs> or like, <laughs> like, realize like we're okay. already here or like like paper rustling there? he's like, he's like oh oh Okay, last time. <laughs> There's a fucking... In Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, there was kind of a, a little misstep with the voice acting. Do you guys remember this? I do. No, no. Illuminate. Oh, it's so, so fucking funny. Before the day one patch, because there was a patch almost immediately to fix this, there's a voice line that Trunks has where they left in a little bit of the recording... <laughs> where the voice actor speaks out of character so if you let the line play he says something like uh, you know uh, thanks for getting the dragon balls for us Goku and then you do in fact hear like paper rustling and then a man going guys at the very end of it. <laughs> that's so good it has to be on YouTube somewhere that's, oh that's incredible guys <laughs> guys <laughs> Uh, anyway, today we watched uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai episode 47, Awaken Legendary Warrior Goku the Super Saiyan. It's here! The title spoils the fucking episode. <laughs> what are you talking about? This has never been alluded to the entire time. I was blindsided. Yeah, it's, wait. It's, this, Super Saiyan? What's that? Let's be fair here. The fact is, what this actually spoils is the last minute of this episode. Yeah. Not really a lot of what happens in this episode. <laughs> It's the the title was one hundred percent written by Vegeta. <laughs> yeah, he he broke into the writers' room and like demanded that they put those two words in the title of this episode. This is him yelling nude in the afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, how funny would it be when he's obtained? You see, like like in the backdrop, just nude Vegeta, just like yes. <laughs> Why was he nude? <laughs> <laughs> It's been, it's been, I think, a, like a week or two since we recorded that, and I can't get it out of my brain. Why was he naked? He wasn't. Maybe. Ah, I mean, you know, it's, it was it's, by it was by choice because when he was a monkey and a kid, he was fully clothed. So he wanted to be nude. I mean, I mean, let's let's recap. This is nasty. Let's think back on everything we've seen so far with this and a movie that there's just this odd nudity fixation with the with the male characters at least in dragon ball mm, mm-hmm. kai there's a lot of male nudity in this series <laughs> does that say anything about it or us it's so masculine nah nah we're Surely good not. let's let's move on 
Um, so this episode starts pretty strong, I feel like, because the first thing that happens after the title card is that Frieza gets hit by two lasers. <laughs> this happens so fast. It was like two seconds after the, the intro ends. We just get boom, boom, Frieza gets smacked on either side with lasers. He's blindsided by it, too. Mm-hmm. That's what And he doesn't off. like it. It makes him pretty mad. And by the way, let's talk about this a little bit this episode, but... Um, Krillin and Gohan are out of energy this whole episode, and they still do a bunch of shit. Wouldn't you think that being out of energy means, like, being asleep? Yeah, like, <laughs> some form like, of action. they just exhaustion. go for a nap? Uh, do y'all remember when Frieza seemed, like, calm and composed? Yes. Never again. Oh, yes. No. No, yeah. he, he completely, he finally and fully snaps here after. Oh, he loses it. After Gohan and Krillin snipe him, he loses his shit. I love that this is basically part of Goku's strategy. Like he finds the vi- he fights the villain until he can push them past their anger line, and then they're just mad until they die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frieza's so mad that his eyes twitch and he clenches his fist so hard he draws his own blood. That's crazy. Have you ever tried to do that? By the way. No. I've never tried to do it because I don't want to get hurt because I'm a little baby. But uh, the thing is, this is something that comes up. He is obviously strong enough to like cause himself to bleed by clenching his fist so hard. But we don't talk about a lot of times the insane amount of strength these characters have and how is it never accidentally turned against themselves? How they never broke their own bones. Kind of thing. Yeah, you know, you never make a punch so big that his arm just sort of flies right off. No, 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 we're getting into My Hero Academia territory. Oh, that's, that's a, true. That's Sorry, wrong podcast. Frieza does this hilarious, like, this is just so funny to me, this intro where Frieza's, like, really losing it, and he gets this manic grin on his face as he prepares the ultimate, his big move, you know? The death ball. Yes, the death ball. It looks really death cool. Death ball is cool. Death ball rules. I love the look of it. I wish we... I mean, we don't get to see it used, spoiler, but we see him create this sort of crackling ball of black energy as Piccolo shouts at Goku to fucking do it already. There's a lot of that, actually, throughout this episode. Like, everybody at some Everybody's point, like, Goku, get on with it. Come on, Goku. I do like that they had to take the time, just one more, to show a little bit more energy coming from the universe down to the planet. Yes, big, big white glimmery fish-shaped energy thing moving through the ocean. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but I I had to write down that later on, Goku does say that that is about 99% of the entire universe's hope. Yeah, that's I got a pretty wild. Major doubts. Yeah, um, I, nope. So, Frieza is floating up into the sky with the death ball on his finger, cackling the whole way up. But it turns out that his big dramatic tantrum has placed him directly into the path of the spirit bomb. How did he not realize this? <laughs> and he saw it earlier. He looked up. He knows it's there. It's that anger line, y'all. Goku is just such a <laughs> successful troll that he makes his enemies <laughs> as stupid as him. Congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> there are bits of this that I find weird because okay, so when Goku throws it down, it doesn't like I guess from space it looks like it comes down slow. So I guess you could argue it might be faster than it looked. But even watching it from Frieza's point of view, and based on how fast we have seen Frieza move, I want to argue simply that Frieza blocked it as a power move just to be like I can do this. 
I think that's what happened because he he does he you're right he like he stands there for a minute he talks he yells at the spirit bomb for some reason like an old person and like it just <laughs> old old man yells at cloud I need someone to Photoshop Frieza into Abe Simpson on that fucking image we get a very cool visual as the spirit bomb finally closes in on him and his death ball just dissolves in it yeah that was very that cool part. so this thing is so big it like eclipses the sun and everyone kind of dives out of the way get down and we've never i think heard anyone actually be like get down i, I don't think at this no point. no one's ever not but not before yeah frieza actually does manage to get hands on the spirit bomb like he's he he kind of blocks it he slows it down like with his bare hands the music apologies to you all is really really good here as he is legit fighting for his life against this thing but still posturing yeah. about it yeah oh my fucking god part. this is mere child's play <laughs> he he yells to himself and i'm pretty sure as he's saying that doesn't he just start screaming at this like through it oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> he screams at it several times <laughs> he insists the whole way that he's totally fine that this is good. Uh, joke's on you. I actually love being body slammed by one dozen perfect wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> There's a drill tweet for every situation in your life. And as Frieza is losing his composure, the spirit bomb does explode. And the explosion is so big, you can see it from space. Everyone gets blown away. We get a couple weird shots of Dende and the Grand Elder's yeah. corpses. Don't oh, know. <laughs> what was up with that? I was expecting Vegeta's like burial area to be shown as well but it totally didn't like a hand or some hair sticking up out of the ground gets <laughs> <laughs> blown away <laughs> we cut to king kai who's very impressed and and is like celebrating oh he did it he actually defeated frieza and then tn comes out and says was there ever any doubt where the fuck have you been tn <laughs> you have been standing there watching the emotional roller coaster king kai has been on for the last what like I don't know, day and a half at least. Like, <laughs> I want. Well, I think that's it. He's it's been a day and a half. He's bored at this point. He's wandered off and like eaten three meals and he slept. <laughs> so, I want to see someone recut this up so that we have everything for the Namek Saga, everything uh, until Goku arrives, and then from there until they return to Earth, it's just the King Kai situation. So we get the feel of shit is going down. A King Kai supercut. <laughs> yeah, King Kai supercut. And it's just, we get everything that's going through that without the context of actually seeing it. Just ne everything, because King Kai does pretty much recap all the, the major yeah. bits and pieces. So we, we could just get a the whole arc narrated by King Kai. <laughs> so funny i actually do wish king kai was the narrator <laughs> now that i'm actually thinking about this i think it would be really funny to have a series that is just dragon ball z but only from goku's perspective <laughs> like anytime he's out of the fight or not in the fight you don't see what's happening so that like oh, <laughs> he just shows up and everything's different <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds incredible Goku's kind of like a blackout drunk. Like, he just arrives in situations that he has no context for that whatsoever. That might explain part of his stupidity. He just doesn't know what's going on. I feel like you see more of Krillin than Goku. I've always felt like you, like, like Goku hmm. is seen significantly less than all of the other support characters. 
Well, that's about to change in this episode. Oh, yeah. So the big bomb explodes and there's there's a gigantic crater and although it's like in the middle of the ocean, the landscape's totally changed. This hole, by oh. the way, in the middle of the ocean fills up for half of the rest of the episode. Yeah. It does. It's a very cool visual, though. Yes, it is. Every shot involving that I thought looked great, but I mm-hmm. could... The ratio of, like, the water... There, there are shots where it looked like the water had been, like, essentially like someone had reached in and scooped, like, a thing of jello, and, like, there was still the water, like, <laughs> wall... <laughs> that didn't just immediately go rushing in, and then it would switch to another things where it looked like, like the water was trickling in and would slowly pour. In. I just I, I I got really pulled out from the water ratio. I just didn't understand why no one paid attention to that. The water graphics weren't great. We're here to interrogate the real the real fucking shit. Okay, if you have any leads as to why this happened, please contact us. <laughs> I am legit. Serial season pissed. four. Clearly everything's fine now because everybody's talking about how everything's fine now. And there's also a rainbow, so everything is <laughs> definitely okay. At first it's just Gohan and Krillin for a mm-hmm. minute. And then Krillin cracks a joke after a long slow shot of the, the ocean. Oh, I'd like to talk about this joke. That joke. <laughs> This joke, he says, talk about drastic landscaping, which I want to note real quick up, here. Krillin. And spoilers, Frieza's not dead. But uh, <laughs> at this moment, it is supposed to be that, like, Frieza has died. And this is the first line after he dies. And Krillin <laughs> cracks the worst fucking joke. Can you imagine if that was actually the first line after Frieza died? This is as far as I'm concerned. The show is over. Like, like that was the end thing. We hear the Simon or Simon Seinfeld, like, like <laughs> stuff just start playing, and then that's it. <laughs> that one. Yeah, yeah yes. That's it. Like, Good job. Like, it could have just ended right there, and I would have been like, great ending. Ten out of ten. Um, I mean, here's the thing: knowing that Frieza is going to be fine does suck a lot out of this episode, but they really try to, like, convince the audience that Frieza is dead. Yeah, there's even, like, pleasant music playing, like, pleasant and happy, peaceful music. Yeah, this isn't just the smoke clears and they're they're there. This is that with extra steps. They go the extra mile for this one. (laughs) I mean, Krillin continues the after-school special of then talking about, like, he can't wait to get his wish to get a girlfriend, and everyone, including (laughs) Piccolo! Piccolo laugh. They all laugh at how pathetic this is. <laughs> I love that Piccolo laughs too. <laughs> this is, by the way, after initially they, they don't know where Goku and Piccolo are, and Gohan announces that he sees them. His elf eyes have spotted, <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> like a mile away, Piccolo's hand has come out of the ocean and grabbed land. And a solid 15, 20 seconds after that, they emerge from the ocean. So yeah, Piccolo I, I saved know, Goku, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yes, Piccolo did save Goku because Goku is unconscious. And it looks like Piccolo's kind of struggling out of the water for a second because like one of his arms has gone numb or something. But then it reveals that the reason he's trying to get out with one arm is because he's got Goku in the other and he's like throws him up on the shore. So I need to ask, is this a, is this an anime thing? But why is it when someone gets beat up in anime, like, I guess it's to be like a black eye or something, but why is one eye always like half open? Because that's, that's Goku's I've been beat face. Like, like, I got hit really hard face. And I feel like I see that in other animes. Is that a trope? Is that, is that a stereotype? Is I believe that's a, a battle hangover. 
A paddle hangover. I, I guess it's, paddle hangover. It, it's just like like a, yeah, like a, a a black eye or like a swollen eye from getting punched in the face. I feel like this series would be way crazier if they got more realistic bruises and black eyes and like <laughs> blood. <laughs> like, just looks like just look like fucking Sylvester Stallone at the oh. end of Rocky. <laughs> Yeah, for every single fight would be like that. <laughs> There's a great, I forget who says it, but I wrote down the line, didn't I tell you not to worry? Which is a really great thing to say halfway through the runtime of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> what a nice, peaceful moment this is. It sure would suck if Frieza was totally alive. But he's not, so that's cool. And that's the end of the Frieza saga, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and after Krillin, after everyone laughs at Krillin's pathetic, pathetic wish... Uh, we go to the episode break, which means it's time for you all to lend me your energy. Guys? Yeah, Blaine? Guys? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Caught me off guard, motherfucker. Uh, big, big shout out to uh, our good friend Friedrich Hobbitler for letting us use the, his cover of the Super Saiyan 3 song, for the intro to this show. Uh, thanks to him. Thanks to all you listeners. Thanks to everyone who uh, tells their friends about this show. Yeah, and the logo for our show was done by Elizabeth Kostrak. You can find her at kostrak.tumblr.com. That's K-O-S-T-R-A-C-H. And you can find uh, Friedrich's music at youtube.com slash Music. Um, and I just want to remind you that uh, th- since we don't pay to advertise this show, the best way for us to grow is for you to tell your friends and uh, leave reviews and comments on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, that kind of thing. You know, I have a story about this, actually, which is, um, you know, it's it's sometimes hard to share a podcast about anime with your friends. But mm-hmm. I want to remind everybody that there are anime watchers everywhere. Today, I had to have some maintenance people come into my apartment to do repairs. and. A person who I would absolutely not peg as this pointed out a piece of One Piece, One Piece memorabilia and turned out to be a huge fan. So, you know, what I'm trying to say is next time we you get something repaired, you. make sure you name drop Zenkai Boost. So when we get back from the break, uh, we're treated the opening shot after the eye catch is just Piccolo's antennas wiggling. <laughs> and everybody's just sort of standing around. Yeah, there's like this victory pose. <laughs> Gohan is inexplicably excited to see his mother. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, yes, because Goku mentions that uh, if we make it back to his spaceship, we can get back home in six days. Also, much uh, like we almost did, they did forget about Bulma. Ooh. They almost <laughs> yeah, forgot yikes. about her. Krillin is the first one to realize it, and when he realizes it, he screams as though something terrible has happened, and we get my favorite line from this whole episode, <laughs> which is Goku saying, from the look on your face, I thought Frieza popped back up. <laughs> and then everybody has a good laugh about how outside the realm of possibility this is. And how shitty it would be if he was still alive. <laughs> What if Frieza's been like Frieza like sub, like came up for air, he's climbed up and was listening in. Oh, oh there's he's no like, doubt oh, in my mind yet. that he's waiting for his moment. He's, he's definitely waiting for it. He's on the other side of the rock, listening to them <laughs> right now. He's building the irony. <laughs> Goku laughs so hard that one of his broken ribs threatens to puncture a lung. Apparently, because he has to like stop and say, "Hey guys, don't make me laugh because I'm in a lot of pain." <laughs> And then laughs, yeah. laughs about it. P- 
Piccolo says some shit about how maybe now his ancestors have justice and they can rest peacefully. And Krillin's like, how do you know about all that stuff? And Piccolo does not answer that question. <laughs> so funny. That's because he's internally talking to Nail. Yeah, he and Nail are having a conversation and he des- he decides. It's like that interview with David Lynch where somebody asks him something about Twin Peaks and the transcript of the interview says, laughs, does not answer. <laughs> And then we get this great series of reactions. Krillin sees it first, and then Gohan, and then Piccolo, and then Goku. Y'all didn't really think this was over, right? This is Dragon Ball Z. He has not even gone Super Saiyan. This isn't even their final form. No, it's nobody's final form yet. And fucking there he is, Frieza. He emerged. And to corroborate what we just joked about, he has fully emerged and is drying off already. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we don't see him, like, drag himself out of the water. We see him having struck a pose already. He's hurt. He is. He admits that he's in bad shape. Half his tail's gone. His eye is... He has a swollen shut eye, too. It's wounded in some way. I don't know if it's if it's just hurt or it gone or what. Full like, of blood. Got a lot of blood in there. He shoots a shot, and Piccolo pulls a move that I call the get down, Mr. President. <laughs> I had exactly that in my notes, Max. <laughs> Piccolo shoves Goku out of the way, takes it right through the heart, and dies after being alive for mm, an hour. <laughs> and doing nothing. He spent most of his time back in the world of the living either flying around, talking to a dead man, or getting the shit beat out of him. (laughs) After Piccolo dies, Gohan Gohan mourns his father. This is a very long yell. Did you guys notice how long he yells Piccolo for? Yep. (laughs) It's too long, right? (laughs) It's way too long. King Kai and Gohan are both on a real emotional roller coaster today. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, King Kai remembers what TV show he's in. The celebrating from earlier has come full circle, and he's no lo- he's back in the same mood he was in last episode. So he's not really that omniscient, huh? No, I think mm. it's just TV vision. He can see what's going on, but he he's too dumb to make any like deductions about it. So Goku's mad, and he's getting a little twitchy, and Frieza is also mad, but he's gloating right now. This is when Goku tells everybody to get lost. And formulates quite possibly his first good plan of his entire life. Yeah, which is actually. He tells, he tells Krillin and Gohan to go get Bulma and leave, and, and like don't worry about getting Goku off the planet. Which is like, yeah, that's a good plan because mm-hmm. Goku is the only person here who has even the remotest chance of like not necessarily beating Frieza, but surviving long enough for anything else to take place. Yeah, it's a it, it, he's very calm here. He's very collected and he lays it all out in a very concise way. It's not normal <laughs> Goku. Not particularly the Goku that we're used to. It's almost as though a change is starting to take place inside him. Um, you think maybe he's getting close to the angry line. He's going he's through a- puberty. <laughs> <laughs> There's a special time. 15 years too late. There's a special time in every Saiyan's life where they start to notice some odd changes in their eyes and their they get oh, hair se- changes. Second puberty. Second puberty. <laughs> This is a level beyond puberty. (laughs) Frieza's next target is Krillin. Instead of shooting a beam just directly through Krillin's heart like he did with Piccolo, he decides to have a little fun. 
a great line here. Goku with the tone of a person who's yelling at a dog that has something that they're not supposed to eat in their mouth. <laughs> he yells, no, Frieza, don't do it. <laughs> don't you dare. Put that down. Show me, show me your mouth. What do you have in your mouth? <laughs> Killing Krillin? No, Goku. <laughs> no, no. I, I was praying. I was sitting here in silence praying. Nobody would fucking reference the telling lies meme. <laughs> so he hits Krillin with a beam. Is that what happens? Him, I just saw he, him explode. He sort of hits him with like a, a beam that allows him to telepathically control him or telekinetically control him. And then he just lifts him up into the air and makes him explode. Why? It's a, just kind of gruesome. It's a pretty brutal kill. Yeah, you see his you see his body kind of swell up for a few frames before the actual explosion, which sucks. And Frieza says, "Okay, next is the kid." This is where it starts to really happen to Goku. Like he's getting twitchy. He's making these weird kind of like <laughs> noises. Like he's grunting and twitching a lot. A lot of grunting. And he says, as lightning flashes around, he says, "I will make you suffer," which is an extremely not Goku line. I say that famous Goku catchphrase we all know and love. <laughs> I will make you suffer. It's it's God. This scene is so fucking good. This scene's really cool in the one that Kevin showed us because Kevin has the Blu-ray, which has the original music or the the Dragon Ball Z music. We talked about this a little bit before we started recording. The restraint that the original soundtrack shows, I, I keep saying original, the, the, like the Dragon Ball Z soundtrack, Japanese soundtrack shows with regards to when there is music is really great because sometimes when you show some dramatic shit and there's no music, it feels more dramatic. Whereas in Dragon Ball Z Kai, there is always music playing during every frame of animation. <laughs> and it kind of drags a little bit sometimes. It's like there's an ice cream truck just out of frame in every frame. <laughs> they tease us with the Super Saiyan hair a couple of times as if we don't fucking didn't already know from the very top of the episode what was about to happen. So there's a weird and I've thought this since the very first time I saw it. Years and years ago. In the in the scenes, in the small sequences where we see Goku from the front and like there's lightning flashing behind him, you know you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. The way his face is drawn, he looks like he's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's cackling a little bit. He's just lost it completely. Like he's his brain is deteriorating. That's the secret to Super Saiyan. Yeah, like brain go damage. with the brain thoughts. And then it happens. Um, he does it. He does it, and it's really cool, I thought, you know, when he actually does the big yell that turns him into a full Super Saiyan. Uh, it, it's a very cool moment. And it's the very first time you get to hear that iconic, like, power, like, whoosh, 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 sound, too. It has a unique sound effect that yes. that is, yeah, I, I know what you mean, Blaine. That, that's the elegant way of saying it without sounding like a complete and utter tool. <laughs> and he's got this kind of like gold foil kind of aura around him that looks like it's painted on after the fact, but also highlights him really well against the scenery. And his hair's real big. And yellow. Can we talk about that? Yeah, um, why does this happen? Yeah, I've never really put a lot of thought into it, but why does his hair turn yellow? Because it's cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for <laughs> sure. I, I know with an interview from Toriyama, originally when he was drawing it, it was because it's a pain to use a whole lot of black ink. And I believe that that was the reason oh. why they actually 
he did the the color swap originally was to be like, well, now that's a whole lot of stuff we've got to black up. If I'm gonna make the hair bigger, then I have to make it easier to draw. And while you're saying that, this is gonna be something that's always kind of peeved me off just a little bit. So you like we get the like perhaps one of the most iconic pic or um I guess yeah pictures or stances is the uh when he changes and get to see the full shot of him. He's facing away. He's facing away with his head mm. turned back or like looking back. He's modeling. He's working it. If if you'll let me say. He's oh, he's he's off. for sure working he it. He is working it, but. I always got annoyed because I always felt like after that, they restyled his hair for like the later appearances. And I always loved the way that he looked like this big, big, like, like flamey hair. And like, you, you, you never forget it. your first. You never forget well, your first Super Saiyan. <laughs> it's also probably like, it's probably like messier right now because mm-hmm. he's oh, for like sure. all beat up and, and, and such. Have we like established that Goku's hair is like impossible to change or move? I, it can maybe take a couple of tussles. <laughs> There's a really cool change also that, like, we don't, we're kind of, I'm proud of Toriyama for showing restraint here because the thing about being a Super Saiyan is that it also changes your personality a little bit. And, like, nobody says that. Nobody says, wow, Goku, you sure seem different. He just seems different and it's very obvious mm-hmm. because he's, suddenly he's a lot smarter and a lot more, like, He's he all he takes a page out of Vegeta's playbook, honestly. Like he gets a little smarter, a little more impatient, and a little more like quick to anger as a Super Saiyan. From I guess from my like little bits and from things I've watched, isn't that kind of makes sense for a Super Saiyan? I thought that Super oh, Saiyan yeah. was all about channeling anger. Absolutely, yeah. And 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 again, like I'm I'm amazed at the Toriyama, the restraint the Toriyama shows at not having Gokan. Because Go- Goku and Gohan have a little moment. Gokan, you know, when they, <laughs> when they fusion when dance. They fuse. <laughs> Uh, they have a little moment here where Goku is like, Gohan, you need to get the fuck out of here right now. And Gohan doesn't say, Dad, you seem different. He just says, uh, okay, as Goku yells at him. <laughs> Dad's yelling at me. <laughs> you never do that. He never does. He never yells at Gohan. Yeah, he's the uh, fun dad. Uh, yeah, but he turns into the not fun dad for a moment as he screams at Gohan to get the fuck out of here. Before, um, before quote, he loses any semblance of reason he has left wow i didn't know goku knew all of those words <laughs> yes yeah, semblance hold on <laughs> i may i may have paraphrased possibly but he still says basically that like i can i am in control right now i am going to not be in control very shortly and then the, the narrator comes in and gets all fucking poetic <laughs> let's talk about this narrator for a second because he does call this an unsettling transformation I feel quite settled. Yeah, I think I mean, it's settled yeah, pretty well. I mean, yeah, actually. it's cool as hell. I'm pretty settled. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode, y'all. We did it. We did it. We did it. I did notice something really funny in the preview, in that the preview goes like this. Hey, everyone, it's me, Goku. <laughs> Frieza, you terrible man. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I noticed that, too. That scene benefited tremendously from the being trimmed down for Kai. For sure. Oh, for sure. They linger a little bit on the buildup, but not very long. It happens very quickly, and when the like the music rises up as like just before it starts, and then hits the the climax of the scene. Yes, as he as like as he transforms, and Sean Schemmel does a just a a really good scream 
Oh, good scream. Good One of his screams. best. It's a cool scene. Where does this leave us in, ter- in comparison to the original Dragon Ball Z? Kai 47 ends in the same place as Z95. We're Ooh, approaching wow. a big 100. We're getting there. I imagine we'll pass 100 by the time we get to Kai 50. And uh, not a whole lot of episodes left in the Frieza saga, right? Am I right? Like six, maybe seven episodes? I think that's about it. We're on a breakneck pace for the remainder of the story arc. Guys. I assume we're going to get at least one or two more episodes with Captain Ginyu. (laughs) Thank God that is not going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're at least going to catch up with Bulma, right? (laughs) Inevitably. But much less than we would otherwise. I just figured out something very daunting and very exciting that's coming up. What's that? What is We're it? We're going to get to do another Dragon Ball Z Nights. Hell yes. But my, it's um, going to be a celebration. Max, that's the next arc. Oh, we're going to have a whole lot of, of, of stuff to talk about. Oh, that's going to be a great nights, guys. It's going to be a four hour long episode. Guys, we're so, we're so, so close to, to trunks and androids. Okay, I heard, I know you said trunks, <sighs> I but I heard drunks and androids. God. Like... I'm really, I was thinking about it today, and I'm just really, really excited to dive with you guys into the etymology rabbit hole of the androids. Oh, good lord. And also the naming convention of the Briefs family. (laughs) I'm super pumped. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I think let's all just, I'm gonna hold the gavel real quick and let's all decide real quick best moment of this episode was goku going super saiyan absolutely Un- unquestionably Fucking yeah absolutely. Any, any objections none at all and it's definitely the best moment of this of this arc so far any objections none none yeah no that's in the bank we're done could, could we doink, doink. do we even want to say like whatever the best was for like the namek saga and the captain ginyu saga this probably blows both those out of the water it, Almost assuredly. It does, but they, they can still have their... their yeah, no, thing. no, they, they have their time. <laughs> this is the they big moment. That. My big day. <laughs> well, that's great. And I'm, I'm happy to say that we've, we've done it again. We've cataloged yet another episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai, the hit anime series. And you've made it through another episode of Zenkai Boost. So I want to thank you once again for joining us as you do on such an extraordinarily and charitably regular basis. Once again, you can always help us out by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever the heck you listen. You can go to ZenkaiBoost.com to see the episode descriptions and the photos that Kevin selects for each episode. And if you have been trying to go Super Saiyan like we have, um, if you get close, shoot us an email or something. (laughs) Yeah, if you manage to pull off a real Kamehameha, I assume I will see it in the news, but in case I don't, please let us know. Where, where, where have you guys been practicing your Super Saiyan? Oh, at the gym. <laughs> I like to do it outside, because if I do it inside, I'm afraid when I really do it, I'll break some of my precious possessions. Or a love some of your Some of your precious moments, figurines. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which are, of course, just all of my Ginyu Force figures. <laughs> in the poses on the shelf. Okay, I those that does exist, right? Like you can get oh, sure. one in their pose. If not, we have just called it into existence. Mm-hmm. And I would also like to say that if you'd like to hear at this point almost everybody on this show, you can also listen to the podcast Insanely Haunted that I do with my wife Cassie. Blaine will have to have you on one I, uh, considering we've had Max and Kevin I now. Am- always game i i don't do anything with my life except watch dragon ball z and 
and I, I, <laughs> I believe cool. the episode Kevin was just on was my favorite episode of Ghost Adventures, the donkey episode. Oh, that's yes, awesome. The, the, the first one I ever saw. Just so if you're into ghost adventures or ghost hunting or yelling at people who like who do ghost hunting, then Insanely Haunted is the podcast for you. And with that, we're going to say goodbye once again. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. And I'm Max Kostra. And remember, power, power levels, levels don't, don't matter. matter. <laughs> that that you keep almost getting me with it. I'm sorry. I know.